Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Okay, well, look at us. It's another day of recording. Yep, it is. We are here. I know. With a strong message. A strong message. Yeah, everyone needs to pay attention. Get a piece of paper. Yeah. Get your Bible. Get a pen. Mm -hmm. This is a really good one. We're going to take it out of Sparkling Gems. Yeah. Because wouldn't it be great if there's something that you're struggling with, that you've struggled with for so many years, that you were set free going into the new year? Oh. Like, let's... We, yes. We pray before we hit this button. We always do. And we are praying for breakthrough. Yeah. We are praying that people have breakthrough in and their lives. And why? Because I love this, too, for the new year. Yeah. What was the... What was the because you know we're numbers girls. Yeah. So what does 2023? Seven. Seven. You yes. add that up. Two plus zero plus two plus three. Yes. Equals seven. And what does seven mean? Completion. Biblically? Completion. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think 2023, we were talking about that. It'll be a big year. I think it's going to be a big year for me because number seven is my number. Yeah. So I'm expecting some big things. Yeah. I don't know what they are, but I am. <laughs> right. You can feel it, right? Your I can spirit. feel it. I can feel mm-hmm. it's going to be way different. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah, I feel that. I feel the same thing. I think there'll be a big revival. I think there will be breakthrough and changes and shifting and moving forward and growth. Growth. Absolutely yes. growth. I think there's going to be more people in the actual Word of God. Yeah. I think there's going to be more people really searching and seeking mm-hmm. out truth. I think they're yes. sick of yes. of untruth. And lies and deception. Lies, deception, all the negative stuff. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, it will. (laughs) Can we just hold up for a minute? No, Naomi, I think it'll be fine. We were talking loud enough. It'll be fine. Yeah, it will. Okay. Don't you think? I didn't have Should we do it? Should we do it? Okay. Okay. We had a little hiccup there, y'all. Short pause. Short pause. We were on a roll. Short pause. And then... I messed up this time. <laughs> the first time I messed up. Well, what's funny is Naomi, uh, right before we started recording, she had her mic on. I did have it on. And I don't then, remember taking it off. Well, you said. <gasps> I did take it off because yeah. I had to put a sign on, on the, the door, door saying that we're recording. Yeah. And then you came back. And I did. The mic was sitting right there. I didn't even notice it. I don't. I just looked well, down. Went, I know. I, I you know you saw like, my double chin. Yeah, you went like this. <laughs> you went like that, and I'm like, 
Anyways. Anyway, it's all worked out, y'all. Let's just get back to what we were saying. What was I saying? We were talking about strongholds. Yes. Lies, deception. Yes, that people are sick and tired, tired. of what the world is, yeah. is telling them. them. And uh, they're looking for truth. And I feel like everyone should join us in this prayer that people have a hunger for God's word. Yes, like an on fire. Yes, Let's, that's another word he gave me I was know. fire. Yeah, and actually, um, I didn't send this to you, but the Lord, uh, I was reading something, I think like three days ago. I'm going to have to look even in Sparkling Gems. Maybe something will, ha will give me a clue. But... Um, I was reading in reading about the fire about f about the fire of God and mm. and then how it relates to how we should we got to be on fire here for the yeah. word for the truth. Yeah. Not anybody else's truth, not your own truth, but God's truth. Yeah. Yes. We have to always go back to God's truth. Why why are we walking around as believers not going back to God's truth? And to honestly, do you know how much easier it is just to be like, well, this is, you know, I'm I'm following God's truth because in essence then people aren't attacking you personally because it's like I'm not setting the standards. I didn't make the rules. Why are you attacking me? I'm following God's rules. It's like you just throw it back on his shoulders because he can carry that. He can. You don't even have to take it personal no. then. If you, no if you look at it. Right. If you look at it that way, it's like I'm just following God's standards. I don't mm -hmm. I don't make the standards or rules. And listen, the more here's here's a, a kind of a segue into what we're gonna talk about. But you have to also have the discernment and understanding. The more that you come closer to the Lord, the more the enemy does not like it. Right. He just doesn't. And no. he's going to try to mess with that. So you have to, like, fight through. You have like to. Like I have said in sessions, like, you have to, like, when you feel like you're in the fire, the worst thing you can do is get go backwards and get out of the fire because you're halfway through it. you got to go through. The attack of the enemy. Because the enemy is, again, like you said, seeing what you're doing and how close you're getting to the Lord and the, you're right, the path, the right path. And he wants to knock you out. Well, and he, like I had said before, he doesn't, he's not attacking unbelievers. Right. He's not worried about them. Right. Because guess what? They're not going to be with he with uh, uh, Jesus in heaven. Right. They're unbelievers. They don't believe in Jesus. There's no need for him to waste his time. No. He's going to waste his time on believers because yes. he wants to try to get us out of out of God's will and out of a relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. So what are y'all going to do? That's why we have to be on fire for God. Because yeah. if you just have a little, if your lamp is just dimming, Look how easy it is to just you need to for it to go it. out. Yeah, I mean, one little thing can happen in your life, and you're totally off course. Like it's oh, totally knocked yeah. you down. Yeah, you've got to be yeah. on fire. Your lamp has got to be fully lit. So we were reading um, Sparkling Gems. It's a Rick Renner devotional. It's awesome. It, I mean, this helps us in counseling and mm -hmm. our own lives, and it's so good. But he talked about um, 2 Corinthians 10.4. Do you want to read that, Naomi? Yeah. Um, Do you have that? Yes, it says, 
For the weapons of our warfare are not are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pulling down, down strongholds. strongholds. What do we think a stronghold is? A stronghold, this says, um, <clears throat> it comes from the Greek word, do not know how to pronounce it, okuroma. It is one of the oldest words in the New Testament, originally used to describe a fortress. Okay? Um, it says, ancient fortresses had exceptionally thick, very high, in impregnable walls that were designed to keep outsiders from scaling the walls or from breaking inside. Such walls were intended to keep intruders outside. Okay, so then we go over. We'll read a little further at the bottom where it talks about it being a prison. Oh yeah, it says by, but by the time of the New Testament, that Greek word I try to pronounce. No, this is a different Greek word. Look at that. Uh-huh. It left out the C. And the U. And put in a U. So now uh-huh. it's Ohiroma. Uh-huh. Okay. Also came to be the very same Greek word used to describe a prison. So we have a fortress and a prison. It says, since the most sec- secure, highly guarded prisons were usually constructed deep inside such fortresses. It makes sense that the word for a fortress or stronghold is the same identical Greek word used to picture a prison. Mm. I think another good paragraph is the second one on the next page, Naomi. Mm -hmm. You want me to read that? Yeah. Um, It says, The strongholds Paul refers to are lies that the devil has ingrained so deeply in your mind and in your belief system that they now exert power over certain areas of your life. Just as ancient rulers like to build their castles perched high on a mountainside, the devil attempts to build strong lies in your mind so he can rule you from a lofty position in your thoughts and emotions. Although you may know logically that the lies the enemy speaks to your mind are untrue, these lies still wage war in your soul, attempting to sabotage your sense of self-worth and your self-image. That is huge. I definitely highlighted that that paragraph. Yeah. And I also think, let's just, as we're reading, and then we could go back and explain, okay. but let's read the next paragraph as well says, you see, when a person has a stronghold in his mind or emotions, he has thick, invisible walls around him that act like both a fortress and a prison in his life. Like the walls of a fortress, these lies insulate him from people who may try to break in to help him see the truth. Although others may want to help this person, they often find it impossible to break through the invisible barriers that surround his mind and emotions. Mm, yeah, I really like that. I in the it also says he sits behind mental and emotional bars viewing life through the illusion of bondage that Satan has put into his mind. The lies that operate in his soul keep him bound in an inner prison that he can't seem to break out of by himself. How many people are held in bondage this way? 
I mean, we see it every day. Yeah. We see it every day. But, um, and you need to, if you may not know, so like there's some really compelling questions. So really listen to these questions and ask yourself these. Are there any areas of your mind that are currently controlled by the enemy's lies of fear, doubt, and worry? So sit and think about and write down what do I fear, what do I doubt, and what, what do, do I, I worry? worry about? Yes. Do you find yourself being repeatedly attacked in the areas of your self-worth and self-image? Mm. Really think about that one because if he attacks that, he will cause you to not be able to fulfill what God has for you, which right. is his whole goal. Yeah, it is his That's role. his ultimate goal is for you not to work in God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. Are these attacks debilitating and crippling? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like a hostage to these areas of your mind and emotions? So it's saying, uh, well, we'll go on further about what you should do with that, but really don't gloss over these questions really stop and think about areas of your life where you do feel crippled, mm. that you can't get past it, that you um, just can't seem to conquer it, like something is always just holding you back. But logically, you know truth. Yeah. Logically, you know what's the right thing to do, but you can't just get past that and move forward, then you're in a stronghold. But I, we gotta go back to like, what Paul says that the devil's doing. He's in, think about it, he's ingrained yes. so deeply Lee. in your mind mm -hmm. and in your belief system that they now exert power over certain areas of your life. And why are you allowing the enemy to do this? Yes, yeah, so ask yourself is, and be open and teachable and willing. Like, is yeah. my belief system wrong? Yeah. Is my belief about a particular thing right? Is it right or wrong? And you, we have the Bible to tell you whether it's right or wrong. And that's, that's total truth right there. Yes. And so I've told people, take your emotions and feelings out, out of it. Yeah. And look at the facts mm -hmm. of the Bible and then say, this is what my belief has to be by. Not my experience, right? emotions, or feelings about it, but what is the facts of the Word of God. Mm-hmm. That is what you That's believe in. That's your truth. It's not your own truth. Yes. It's not your friend's truth yes. or your parents' truth. Right. It's God's truth because your truth. Your belief system could be wrong. Your belief system could be totally wrong. And then here you're believing something, something totally wrong. I mean, even the enemy can get into your mind and sway you that you're not saved. Yes. What's the truth of that? What is the truth of it? Right. Did you give your your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ? Mm -hmm. Have you surrendered that to Jesus? If you have, okay. You are saved. Yes. Because it's not by works. It is not by works. Salvation is a free gift. Did and you accept the free gift? We've said this a million times. If I give you a gift, Naomi, mm -hmm. it's free. Yeah no no take backs yeah think about that think about even when people do give you a gift are you did you work for that yeah no you, you didn't work for that gift i can guarantee you they gave you that gift out of the love right that they have for you right, right. free that's why god called it a gift yeah
He could have called it anything else. Right. <clears throat> um, so you have to look at truth of what God's word says. Yes. You know, don't, here's the thing, don't question your your experience with salvation. Correct. Okay. Correct. Don't question that because you know you did it. Yep. You know you repented. Don't question that you did it. Yes. It's, it's not... God doesn't make it difficult for no. us to accept the gift. No, like, no, think no. about it. Is it is it difficult for me to accept a gift from you? I really just have to put out my hand and take it. Right. That's how easy it is. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to, like, climb a mountain or swim no. against, you know, across the ocean to get the gift. You literally just handed it over and said, I want you to have the gift. This, I'm offering this to you, mm -hmm. and I just have to reach out and take it. And that's how salvation is. Yeah. You reach out and you accept it, period. That's the only thing you have to do. I mean, if you're thinking about doing something, all you have to do is receive it. Yes. That's it, period. So the enemy can really get into our minds. I know the enemy has really... He just he keeps doing his, his thing because he doesn't like either one of us sitting in front of couples and trying to keep their marriage together. Right. So what do you guys think that he's going to do? He's going to come into our own house mm -hmm. and try to mess with our marriages. Right. And yeah. so we got to we got to have the armor on, but we've got to be aware and discern what the enemy is up to. Yeah. Like be ahead of him. And being ahead of them is putting on your full armor. Yeah. But I also read something today about that in Sparkling Gems. You did? I didn't read today. You didn't? Because it's the full armor. And in that full armor, let me just say this one thing because it was so good. He talks about the lance of prayer and supplication. Mm. So the lance it, with that full armor, you know, you see uh, like one of those um, Roman soldiers, but then they'd have like the the lance or like the spear thing, mm -hmm. and they would throw it. Mm -hmm. um, that's what he, what um, Rick Renner is talking about. Um, the lance of our spiritual armor is found in Ephesians 6.18, where Paul says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. That's your weapon, mm -hmm. along with the armor you're wearing. Which makes sense because we're fighting against spiritual darkness. This is Yes, not, powers uh, and principalities. The enemy is not natural. He's spiritual. He's yes. spirit. Yes. He's, he, the enemy... Um, Satan and all his followers are spirits. You mm -hmm. have to fight him in the spirit. Yes. And what is what do you how can we say that in a nutshell what that means to people? Oh my goodness. Thank you for catching me off guard. Um because some people might be thinking, well, what do you mean fight in the spirit? Yeah, fight in the spirit. Listen, you have to you have to pray. Yeah, it's you have to be I, I in the word. It's it's I don't want to say it's a mental thing, but... I want to say it's like using Scripture and God's Word in your prayer. Yeah. It's not yeah. a nonchalant, 
or please protect me, give me, you know, strength to get through the day. It's a it's a fight. Yeah. It's a prayer with conviction, authority. It's because yes. you're it's a prayer of like getting deep into your it's soul a and spirit. It's a battle prayer. Yeah, and and the word is the weapon. So yes. you I feel like it's a lot of like like Jesus did, for it is written. When he was for in the world, it is written. That's good. It, name. For it is yeah. written, you know, or like, you know, sometimes I said, Lord, Lord God, your, your word, word says, yes, yeah, that you know, blah blah blah, uh -huh. and you fight whatever you that stand is. on the word because what you're speaking out in the spirit is that I believe God's word, and this yes. will come to, to pass. pass, yeah, because God's word says that mm -hmm. He will bless those that are obedient. He, you know, you just, I feel like it's that deep kind of. Yeah, fight in the prayer, which gets you into the spirit of yeah. fighting because yeah. um, it's exactly what Jesus did. I always go back to him in the wilderness where oh, Jesus didn't yeah. say, um, you know, flee from me in the name of Jesus. <laughs> he literally flee from me in the name of me. <laughs> yes. He was literally like. For it is written, written. yeah, man shall not, you know, blah blah. Right. He he is uh, speaking out God's word. Yeah, that's and, the power and, and authority. What did Satan do every time he left? He did. He turned around. And he left. He, he told Jesus left. to jump off the cliff. Yeah. Turn the turn the stones into bread. Yes. And Jesus threw scripture right back at him. And he fleed every time. He you did. Guys. He turned around, he walked away because he's like, oh, I don't got anything after that. Right. So if he did that with Jesus, exactly. what do you think he could do with you? Exactly. If you speak out the word of God. Yes. Do that's that. being in the spirit. Yes. For mm -hmm. sure. Amen. Yeah, so strongholds, y'all. What kind of strongholds? Listen, strongholds, lies of the enemy. Yes, let me read this yes, little I want part you to. in the Bible about pulling down strongholds. Yeah, read it word for word, too. Um, it says, strongholds are first established in the mind. Mm. That is why we are to take every thought captive. Yep. Behind a stronghold is also a lie, a mm. place of personal bondage where God's word has been subjugated to an unscriptural idea or personally confused belief that is held to be true. Behind every lie is a fear and behind every fear is an idol. Idols are established wherever there exists a failure to trust in the provisions of God that are ours through Jesus Christ. Some of the weapons that pull down these strongholds are What's number one? God's word. God's word, y'all. The blood of the cross mm -hmm. and the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Strongholds are pulled down and confronted. Bondage is broken as the spiritual weapons of our warfare are employed. Can I just uh, read the other thing that you don't have in yeah. your Bible okay. about strongholds? Mm -hmm. It says um, stronghold, comma, fortress, like we read before. This verse contains the only use of the noun, it's that Greek word, oteroma, mm. in the New Testament. For the Apostle Paul to use such a rare word meant that it was the only term that accurately conveyed his idea to his readers in the church of uh, Corinth. He was dead serious about getting across that every prideful idea 
that emerged and stood in opposition to the true knowledge of God should be viewed as if it were a fortress in warfare that needed to be destroyed. Unfortunately, in the ever-present battle for the minds of believers, strongholds are often not easy to spot and demolish. Thus, the Christian must ever be on the lookout for subtle footholds that the devil uses as bases of operations toward constructing spiritual strongholds. Mm-hmm. And so I, I also want to encourage people because sometimes they may be thinking their breakthrough is going to look a certain way. Don't get, mm, don't yeah, let that, true. don't let that deceive you too. That oh, my breakthrough is going to look like this, and I'm going to be like, it, it may have to happen in stages. stages. Okay, you just don't know. But the enemy also will will deceive you and say see it's not working uh -huh. you i mean we know following what jesus example was that you fight the enemy with the word of god with prayer and and scripture say um to, to pray earnestly and to and to persevere in that and pray incessantly so it may take multiple yeah you following on this path don't stop it's part of your journey yeah, it's what builds faith too. <coughs> and it builds growth. your faith. And, it builds yes, your and faith. maturity in that area. Yeah. So like like what we just read too about pulling down the strongholds that you have to um, use the word of God. It's by the blood of Jesus of what he did on the cross. Yes. And that um, it's by using Jesus's name. And Rick Renner has some instructions too on pulling down strongholds as well. And let's just go down through these. Are um, you going to read the questions or what do no, you No, we reading? read the questions. This is about No, I mean the questions uh, no. at the end. No. Okay. okay. Um, no, he's saying, uh, let's see. Okay. So if that situation. If you, yes. So if you, if you discover, wow, I, I have some strongholds. I'm yeah. debilitated and mm. I can't move forward. He goes, first recognize and repent for permitting those strongholds to develop in the first place. Right. Then go back and see how the devil gained this foothold in your life. How you mm, were just talking. What was the open door? Right. After you discover how the devil was able to work so deeply in your mind and emotions, ask the Lord to forgive you and to cleanse you from this devilish operation in your soul. Mm. Once you've received this divine cleansing, it's time for you to rise in the power of the Spirit with the weapons of God and in the name of Jesus Christ. Reject the devil's claim on your mind and emotions and command him to leave in Jesus' name. Then get back on the path to right believing and right thinking by renewing your mind daily with the word of God. Mm. So, Stay in the word. Yes. Yeah, so just because you've been cleansed, that means you the enemy isn't going to give up on you. He may have left you for a while. But again, as you said earlier in the podcast, believers are going to constantly be attacked. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you have to be daily in the word and put on this armor and use the word as your weapon. Yes. And just know that when you recognize what it is, he's going to have to find a new tactic now. Yeah. You've you've already identified and can be ahead of it. See, here's the thing. I, I think that people don't understand this, but we are way smarter than the enemy. Mm hmm. 
as a believer, we're way smarter. Why? Mm -hmm. Because we have the Word of God. Mm -hmm. That's our weapon. We just have to follow it. Yeah. Strongholds. Yes. These are really we, get serious this yeah. month. So you can be ready on to go. The, on, yes. On through either right there close to breakthrough, have breakthrough, or just be on the path of obtaining your breakthrough. That's Start. Right. Start all of this now so you can be set free. Because God's going to bless that, don't yeah. you think? Yes, absolutely. Here's the word says that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, hey, that was good. Strongholds. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Well, have a good one. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.